0: Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, and these guys call me their Game Master, and you're listening to the first episode of Pokemon Rollout, a real-play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name, guys? I'm Paul.
1: I'm Michael.
2: And I'm Lydia.
0: I am going to jump everything right in right away here into the Chandy region, which is a region that I created specifically for this game. Everybody ready to go?
3: Definitely, yeah. let's do it.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> all right. The Chan region. Once two separate kingdoms, the different people were separated by ideologies, cultural systems, and a range of impassable mountains. Once a way past was found the anci- by the ancient Chan, war came quickly afterwards, a war in which the newly formed Chan Empire was victorious. Uh, but all was not peaceful for the conquering Chan. The D rebelled time and time again and were put down, Time and time again. Then from the far west came monsters. Pokemon, warped by awful strength, and inflicted with ravening madness. In desperation, the Chan and the D banded together to fight off the Pokemon Ravagers. When the last beasts had fled or fallen, the Chan Empire and D Rebels were left leaderless, their lands devastated by the monstrous foes. The surviving men and women put aside their differences to rebuild their land, And from this, the Chan D region and the Pokemon League was born. Eight gym leaders, each in charge of a section of the region, ruled under the guidance of the Elite Four, which was itself guided and led by the Champion. After 300 years, the Ravager War has faded into the history books, and the conflict between the Chan and the D has all but disappeared. Sure, there were a few radicals among the D who chafed at the Chan's expansionist, industrial attitude, and disregard for the unclaimed beauty of the wild and certainly some chan thought that the d's devotion to nature held the region back from technological greatness but these were scattered voices disorganized and easily ignored they were the last grumblings of a dual region finally blending into one weren't they perhaps i'm getting ahead of myself our story begins in the famous fishing village of restful fjord the official starting and ending location for every serious Pokemon trainer. The little town at the southernmost tip of the region had pulled out all the stops for the week that trainers would traditionally begin their journey, and our three protagonists have arrived in the middle of a week-long town fair. Each of our three trainers, according to the custom of the region, have participated in an egg-gathering ceremony to begin their Pokemon journey and are now carrying one egg each. Let's see how they're doing, shall we? The buildings and avenues of Restful Fjord, blending harmoniously into the tall white cliffs around them, are festooned with streamers and colored lanterns, and there seem to be vendors every five feet, offering everything from novelty knickknacks to TMs. A giant banner over the main square declares, welcome new trainers and Elite Four hopefuls to the annual New Hopes Old Dreams extravaganza. Indeed, duality seems to be a theme for the fair, with pairs of vendors selling similar items near each other and haggling mercilessly for the best prices. Blue and red uh, decorations dominating the color scheme and complementing the vibrant green of the spring grass nearby, and every event coming in doubles. However, the other new trainers that are around you buck the trend, all but a few of them splitting into three different groups. The first group heads towards a clear area to one side of the square, where several small arenas have been scratched out on the dirt path. This area has again been split into two. Some of the new trainers go to challenge themselves against others who are just starting out, using one of the many small arenas. On the other side, one arena larger than the rest is currently holding a vicious battle between a large Nidoking and a huge man wearing the distinctive scaled robe of a scaled fist acolyte. Was fighting alongside his Scrafty. The new trainers are watching the battle, and they seem to be placing bets with an official-looking man to one side of the arena. The second group of trainers move towards the waterfront, where a large sign declares the imminent st- start of the Silly Start Fearsome Finish fishing contest. The billboard is too small to read, but you can make out two pictures on it. A goofy drawing of a Magikarp with what seems to be a Lickitung's tongue hanging out of its mouth... And a realistic depiction of a Gyarados, which seems to be biting a wooden ship in half. (laughs) A little way beyond the sign, you can make out a happy-looking older woman talking with a few trainers near her. Beside her are a rack of worn-looking fishing rods. The third group of trainers seem to be made up of the most impatient, or perhaps the most determined. They ignore all of the merrymaking going on around them, making a bee line to the north towards the gateway out of town and the path to Clear Lake City and the first gym. It's a new day in the Chandy region and the start of your first Pokemon adventure. What do you do? And as we talked before, you guys have met and decided to join to form a team before this before you met made it here. So assume you guys are both are all together.
3: All right. All right.
1: Can we uh, describe
3: our characters? For sure. All right. um, I guess I'll go first. Uh, my character is a uh, wood elf by the name of Thamior. No, i <laughs> <kidding. laughs> <laughs> No. Uh, no, my character is uh, officially named uh, Chartreuse Pine, but he goes by Charlie. Uh, he is uh, about 16 years old. Uh, uh one of the youngest uh, trainers out there uh, to to start up on the adventure. Uh, skinny, lanky, uh, wears glasses, and he has uh, appropriately chartreuse colored hair. Um, this uh, noting that Charlie is actually originally uh, part of the Chan region. Um, which attributes to his, his, uh, interesting color hair. And, uh, he is ambitious, impulsive. And, uh, but sometimes he's a little bit socially awkward and, uh, uh, he really wants to catch all the Pokemon. And that's, that's, that's Charlie.
1: <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, I can go next. My character is professor Rudimentus sneeze. Uh, he's uh, also skinny, uh, very slight build. Uh, He's five foot seven and 120 pounds. Uh, he has wispy white hair uh, because he is 67 years old, uh, one of the oldest trainers uh, that is just starting out on his event- adventure. Uh, he consistently wears a long, baggy white lab coat that is uh, held to him by a thick brown belt, uh, and he wears huge, thick glasses, uh, and he has very ruddy, uh, healthy-looking skin uh he at first glance he looks really old and weak, but he's not altogether frail um and he is very task oriented uh, and loves snorlax <laughs>
2: um, All right, so my character is Lily in Shadow garden um she is eighteen female obviously um five ten and she weighs one twenty um I'm sorry. Oh, okay. So she's originally a descendant from the D. And she is very extroverted, um, but has a lot of secrets of her own. And very last minute thinker, but still very quick and clever. And her main goal is to get super rich. (laughs) Because why not? Rule the (laughs) world.
0: (laughs) Uh, What does she look like, Karen? I colors?
2: Oh, what does she look like? Um, Her hair is, I'm going to say black. Eye color, violet. Because that's a cool combination.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, very fair skin.
0: Okie doke. So, those are our three protagonists. All right. So, you are standing in the middle of town square. It is a, just before noon on this lovely spring
3: day. All right. What do you do? Uh, well, uh, as I said, Charlie Charlie's ambitious, so uh, he uh, he wants to get started. Uh, come on, guys, let's go catch some Pokemon.
1: Oh, wait a second, young man! Don't you think we should make sure we're prepared and stock up on everything?
3: No, no, I I already stocked up on all that stuff. Uh, let's let's get going. I want to get I want to get some new Pokemon.
1: But you what? Really what do you want to get You guys want to get going, or, or is there anything else you want to do around here before we leave?
2: I saw that there was a fishing tournament, so I think we should probably go and check that out. Because, I mean, especially if you want new Pokemon, that would be the perfect place to go and find some.
1: We could start with some okay, water Okay, I like it.
0: All right, you head towards the waterfront in the fishing uh, contest. Once you get closer to the sign, you can make out the wording. It's the annual Silly Start slash Fearsome Finish fishing contest once again. New trainers, the rules are simple. You'll be given an old rod if you need one, three pieces of bait, one net ball, and a boat that seats up to four people. Go out into the bay, but stay behind the red buoys and start fishing. You have one hour starting at noon to catch the goofiest, silliest, funniest-looking Magikarp you can find and bring it back for our judges to consider. At the moment, it's about 11.45. Third place gets to keep their old rod for their Pokemon journey. Second place gets the old rod and a net ball. And first place gets a coveted good rod and a dive ball. Of course, anyone who performs it and catches a Pokemon can keep that Pokemon. For returning (laughs) trainers, you have two options here. If you plan to go fishing, you're expected to bring your own rods, but you still get the bait, three dive balls, and the boat. Go out of the bay past the red buoys, but don't go past the blue buoys. Go ahead and fish up the scariest, strongest, most terrifying Gyarados you can find before sunset, and we'll have an intimidation contest and a battle royale later tonight. Hold up before you grab those rods, though. If you caught yourself a silly Magikarp at last year's contest, evolved it, and brought it back, you can enter that Gyarados into the contest, and you'll receive the bait and the dive balls for free. Third place in this contest receives a Super Rod, or 12,000 Poke, whichever you choose. Second place receives the Super Rod or cash prize and an additional 5,000 Poke and a PP up, and first place receives all of these prizes plus a Gyaradosite, a rare stone that can make your Gyarados even more fearsome when you go to face the Elite Four. Regardless of if you're new or you're new or old, the way to start is the same. Go up to our lovely representative Darla, introduce yourselves, and let her know which contest you'll be taking. Good luck. Below the bold main text, there is some small print. All participants will be required to sign a waiver declaring their intention to humanely train and care for any Pokemon they catch while participating in this contest, or to release said Pokemon at the conclusion of this contest. The Restful Fjord Fishing Commission is not responsible for any damage or injury done to participants who violate the rules of the contest, stray beyond the buoys, or purposely provoke indigenous Pokemon. Any damage or injury resulting from unusually aggressive Pokemon or interference by other participants will be recompensed by the Restful Fjord Fishing Commission. Any participant who interferes with another will be disqualified and will be required to reimburse any damage they cause.
1: Side effects include leprosy and sometimes death. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. Worth it. <laughs> Alright. Darla, I and these youngsters would like to fish.
0: Darla greets you guys with a smile. I haven't seen you all before, so I'm guessing you're new trainers. That's she says with right. a jump. You've come just in time. The fishing's about to start. Will you be needing rods? Or are you already fishermen and women?
1: I, I need a rod. I
0: need one. Me too. Perfect. Here you go. She hands out an old rod to each of you. They're in good shape, but they are definitely worn and older.
3: Charlie runs right up to her and grabs the first one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, someone seems excited.
3: (laughs) All right. If you head down
0: towards our other representatives down, uh, they will lead you to the boat that you need. Remember, do not go past the buoys. And, uh, just let you know, you if you uh, reel up a Pokemon other than a Magikarp with your old rod, you are allowed to catch it so long as you finish signing these waivers here, and you promise to take care of it as well. Sure! Charlie, oh. so get back here out. and
1: sign this waiver!
0: <laughs> but the, 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 she brings out three waivers uh. <laughs> and uh, three pens, one for each of you. Sign. And the waiver says almost the same, basically the same thing as the note. On the bottom there, basically saying that you have promised to humanely take care of your Pokemon. Uh, That means train with it, keep it at a center, or release it into the wild after you're done with this uh, tournament.
3: Charlie grabs the pen, uh, draws a large C and scribbles behind it, and runs off to a boat.
1: (laughs) I take a really long time before uh, Lillian <laughs> can get up there. You know, I'm signing really slow, like the old ladies signing their checks at the checkout, you know.
0: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> Lillian finishes up her signature right away and jumps into the
3: boat.
0: Perfect. <laughs> right, you are directed to another smiling woman before you can jump right into the boat. She brings you down to the docks and gets you settled into a sturdy little rowboat that's painted a cheerful red with white and gold trim. At precisely noon, a gong sounds and you're on your way. You don't see any buoys nearby, and the bay is calm and glittering in the bright sunlight. How long do you row, and in which direction before you start to fish? You uh, behind you and to either side, so to the east or to the east and west. There's more uh, land, kind of swooping out into the bay, and then the bay straight south is towards the open ocean.
1: I've got a way we can decide direction. Let's roll a D four. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you.
3: Oh, wait, this I'm out of character, character moment brought to you knowledge. by <laughs> You're meant to sneeze. All right.
0: If you head north you start running up on land, so that's maybe weird. not north.
2: Maybe I'll four. <laughs> so to... That's where the best fishing is.
3: So that means we need to roll a D three instead. A D
2: so... three. And remember
3: <laughs> you have uh you have
0: one hour to catch what you need with the bait.
2: We have to hurry. All
1: right. I'm not very strong, so you young kids will have to take
2: the rowing. All right. Lillian begins to row as fast as she can.
3: And Charlie does as well, but uh, Charlie is maybe slightly out of sync because he's so excited. <laughs> Both of you guys give me an
0: athletics check and then tell me how long you'll be rowing before you decide to ship in the oars. Right. Uh,
3: athletics. Okay. So, uh, for athletics, uh, Charlie is untrained, so I get to roll 2d6 for that. I roll a 6, and a 1 for a total of 7.
0: Okay. I don't have mm. any dice. Uh, go online and look up random dice roller.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> no I'm problem. And, and then pick <laughs> Pick the one that is called the, uh, let's see, what is it called? Random.org? Random.org is a little more complicated. Pick the dice roller Wizards of the Coast one. Okay. Because then it gives you the different dice that you'll be using.
1: Okay. Dear listeners, so, please go to tapestryradio.org slash donate so we can afford to buy Lydia some dice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs> no problem. And so your um, athletics check is untrained, so you roll 2d6. Okay, I got a five. Both of them together was a five? Yeah. Okay. Oh. oh, yeah? Okay two, two D six. Yeah. Okay.
2: And my result Perfect. was five.
0: Okay. And then how long are you guys going to row before you decide to ship in the oars? Um Do you have
3: an
1: hour all together.
3: Yes. So maybe. I'd say maybe fifteen minutes out, fifteen yeah. minutes back.
0: Okay, so you row far enough away, uh, far enough out that the land kind of fades off so that it's just a nice green with big white cliffs uh, in the background. Uh, But you still don't see very many buoys. You think you might catch a glint of red like way off in the distance, but it looks like they gave you plenty of room. Most of the other uh, boats of, of the other trainers who are doing this thing have. Gone off in different directions, so you're fairly alone out in the water for yourselves. All right, so for for fishing, each of you roll me. Uh, first, roll me a D twenty. Fourteen.
2: Okay. I got a four.
0: Okay. One. No, <laughs> oh, no. Okay. The first in, in the first ten minutes, uh, you're sitting for a bit, and then. Uh, Professor sneezes. Line suddenly starts to jump. Michael, uh, roll me a D twenty and a D one hundred.
1: Okay. I got something, you guys. Seventeen on the D twenty, and eight on the uh, D percentile.
0: Okay. You manage to reel in whatever is on your line. There. there is. And when you pull it up, you see a decidedly unfish like shape.
1: Oh, is it
0: a boot? It's a boot. I bet it's a boot. It is <laughs> not a boot, as a matter of fact. <laughs> when you pull it up, it is. The first thing you notice is that it is very pink. Pink? It's very pink, yes.
1: Uh, it's can a I roll a Pokemon Education to find yes, out? Yes, it actually
0: it? looks like a ve- like a large slug-like Pokemon. Um, it's has a white on the underside, and then it has a pink shell on the top with, like, little spikes on top of it. And then on its head are, ju- are like, on the top of its head are things that almost look like flower petals in pink.
1: Okay. I'm going to roll a Pokemon Education. Sounds good. Oh, losing it these Okay, uh, that is sixteen.
0: Okay, you know that this is Shellos, the sea slug Pokemon. Um, it shows up as e- in either pink with the spikes, like you see there, or blue with like what look like little wing-like protrusions. But they're mostly the same way. Um, pink usually means that it's female. Um, if you push them too much, a strange purple fluid will ooze out of it. <laughs> and uh they can stretch themselves out to pretty impressive lengths especially their necks very nice um you also know that it that right now it's a water type but it evolves into a water and ground type pokemon
1: gotcha okay oh it's not a magikarp you guys think i should throw it back
2: yes i'd catch it. it if it isn't a magikarp I mean, usually
1: I wouldn't go for just catching a Pokemon right off the bat, but it, we're we're training, so I'm supposed to, right? I guess. <laughs> I'll try to catch it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So if I'm trying to catch it, uh, the
0: the shell of perched itself on the edge of the boat at this time and just kind of looking at you with one, with its he- with its head to- cocked to one side.
1: Okay. Um.
0: It doesn't seem all that put out by being pulled up out of the water. I'm kind of used <laughs> to this. Can
2: mm. Lillian
0: pet it? Uh, you can try. Okay. Give me a charm check. Okay. So 2d6. I got a six. Okay, it doesn't flinch. O- it stiffens as soon as you touch it, but it doesn't flinch completely away. Right. It's just kind of like...
2: It loves me deep down.
1: <laughs> um, okay So, okay, I'm going to Throw Melody out of her Pokeball Come on out, Melody! And out comes my Jigglypuff named Melody And say, sing!
0: <laughs> Alright, roll a d20
1: <laughs> We're going to put everybody to sleep on this boat <laughs> Seventeen
0: Okay, the Shellos blinks once and then closes its eyes and starts letting out a snore. Okay. And then it slowly starts toppling backwards.
1: I'm going to throw a Pokeball.
0: (laughs) Okay. Go ahead.
1: Uh, That's a D percentile, right? Yes. 27.
0: 27. Oh, first, sorry, roll... And roll a d20 first oh, yeah. to see, make sure you hit.
1: 12.
0: You do hit, and the Pokeball shakes twice on the edge of the boat and then blinks. Congratulations! You have caught a level 8 female Shellos. Oh. Um, you can choose the nature and ability of it. Okay. Also the uh Pokeball starts toppling slowly backwards. I grab it.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we go. All
3: right. All
1: right. Hey How guys, I got a shellos
2: have? Woo! What should I do? I'll it back up so I can pet it again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so you've got that. Um Perfect. You do notice that um, it was very tame for a wild Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So something tells you that. Uh, can I get just like a general education check from whoever wants to? Yes.
1: I'll
0: do that. Uh, eight. Okay. Uh, you get the feeling that uh, since Brestful Fjord has been doing these fishing competitions for so long, the area behind the red buoys is almost like a park at this point. It's uh, it's made of made up of very tame pokemon who are used to like the fishing and going through things. It's very well maintained but the pokemon are very used to just being caught.
1: All
0: right. Okay. I'll take another d20 from everybody.
2: Yeah, 20.
0: Nice. 16.
2: Oh, okay. I got an 18.
0: Nice. Okay, then everybody roll me D twenty. D percentile. No, first D twenty. Oh, first. And 20. then the D percentile. Sorry, oh. D twenty and D percentile each. Seven. Okay. Nine. Three.
1: Oh.
0: Okay, so seven nine three, and then roll a D percentile, everybody. What is that? <laughs> a D one hundred. Sorry.
1: Oh. Okay. Twenty one.
2: 72
0: 37 Okay. Sorry, just getting all this ready. What did you <laughs> What did you roll for your second uh d20 uh Paul?
3: I rolled a 7.
0: That was your second d20?
3: That was my second d20, yes.
0: Okay. And then you roll... Uh, Lydia, you rolled uh what for your second d20? Sorry. I rolled... A nine, A right? nine. And it's... then what did you roll, Michael? Three. Okay. All right. There's a grab on all of your lines this time around. I Ooh. got
3: something! <gasps> Me too!
0: And at the exact same... Me too! Time... What, what
3: do I do? What do I do? Ah,
1: ah. Reel it in! Reel it in, Charlie! Go, go, go
0: at pretty much the exact same time all three of you pull up a magic carp.
2: Yeah! <laughs> My life is complete.
0: Um you notice uh wait give me uh anyone can roll a pokemon education check at the moment? I'll do one 3 seven.
3: 15 Okay.
0: Michael, you notice that um, your Magikarp looks a little bit sleeker than the rest because, and you're guessing because it looks a little bit older while, uh, or sorry, uh, Professor Sneeze notices that it's a little bit older while Lillian's Magikarp looks like it's the youngest of the group.
2: Be magic it's
3: going to be the fastest. Can, can right. we can we tell anything else about like their looks? Like, can we tell if any of these like look particularly goofy or pathetic?
0: Uh, at the moment, they all just look like Magikarp. They're all flopping around. Uh, Liliana's does look a little more goofy simply because it's younger, so it's a little more uncoordinated somehow with its flopping. Whereas the other two have somehow more coordinated. It's not that their flopping is more coordinated. It's that her flop, her Magikarp's flopping is less coordinated.
2: (laughs) I will win this.
0: Okay. And they're all just like flopping around on the bottom of the boat right now. All right. right. Uh,
3: uh, Charlie uh, doesn't even, uh, doesn't even throw out a Pokemon. Uh, Charlie uh, is a capture specialist. So he is going to throw a pokeball with uh, his curveball, uh, and 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 just just the curveball for right now. Sounds good. So let's see if I remember to do that. So I roll a d six. Is that right?
0: Yeah. Yes. No. Yes. yes. You roll. You roll. No. You roll a d twenty first to hit.
3: Oh, so first to see if I hit. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. No problem. All right. Uh, Fifteen.
0: 15 hits, then okay. you roll a d8 plus 11 is the damage.
3: D8 plus 11, okay. Oh. So that's a 5, total of 16.
0: Total of 16 damage. And you rolled a. It's
3: to... This is where Michael okay, did some 16. editing. Yes.
0: So you did a solid <laughs> amount of damage. It looks decently in pain now. And you can, with Capture Specialist, you can activate the Pokeball right now, too.
3: Okay, and... To so you roll I... a D100. Okay. It,
0: it looks like you 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 gave the Magic Carp a bit of a bruise. All
3: right. Uh, cool. 50.
0: Okay, a 50... Sucks in the Magikarp and it shakes once, shakes twice, and glows. You have captured a level seven male Magikarp.
3: All right, booyah! Nice.
0: So Lydia, what would you like to do?
2: I, of course, want to catch this thing. <laughs> because Lillian is all about Magikarps and they are her life.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: What, what so do I you
0: can throw out a Pokemon to try to catch it. You can throw out a Pokeball and just try to catch it without damaging it or anything. Or you can damage it first yourself since you have moves to do so and then catch it that way.
2: Um. How much HP does the Magikarp have?
0: Um, you don't know for sure, but it doesn't look like it much.
2: Okay. Um, I think I will just try and use a Pokeball, just a regular Pokeball.
0: Okay. Roll a d20 to hit.
2: Okay. I got a two.
0: Okay, your... Uh, the Magikarp flops just right. So that the Pokeball just barely misses.
2: Come on.
0: And it just lands untouched on the bottom of the boat. So uh, the Pokeball is still fine. Yeah. It just didn't. Like it just did. It just missed the Magikarp. You yeah. do have a net ball that they gave you too, which gives you a little more. But oh, that's... Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can definitely throw again or throw a different one. Or I'm
2: just gonna pick up the Pokeball that's on the bottom of the boat throw it at it again
0: okay roll a d20 okay
2: oh uh, come on okay i got a three
0: <laughs> this magikarp seems to be a wily one because it manages to dodge again <laughs>
2: I'm really... okay i'm gonna throw a netball it's worth it it's ne- it's worth it It's okay. awesome. i got a five
0: <laughs> okay, this time the Magikarp manages to bounce into the net netball. So roll a d100 and then subtract 20. Please. And then subtract what? 20.
2: Okay, so then I would have a 32.
0: Okay, the ball shakes twice and then ding! You captured a level 5 female Magikarp. Yes! Pick, you can pick nature and ability as however you like. Same for you, Paul. Pick nature and ability however you like. Okay. All right, so two Magikarp are captured, and one is flopping in front of Professor Sneeze.
1: Um, I think I would have left Melody out once I let her out just to enjoy the okay. cool breeze. So I'm going to say, Melody, mm-hmm. put it to sleep! Sing!
0: Okay. So, Go ahead. Five. Uh, The magic makes enough noise that it doesn't actually. It makes just enough noise that it's actually drowning out the sound of Melody's song. It starts oh. like it saw the other two go, and it's like carp, 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 carp. So you can't actually hear Melody over the magic freaking out.
1: Oh, well. Magic carp is still
0: away.
1: I'm just gonna throw my netball anyway. Kay. Okay. 18.
0: Nice. 20. The 100 minus 20.
1: Ah, uh, That'll be a 39.
0: Yep, it rolls once, twice, ding, you have a level 9 female Magikarp. Nature and ability of your choice.
1: Cool.
0: All right. You have all captured your Magikarp.
3: Um. Uh, All right. So how, how much time has has passed since we um, since we left the docks?
0: It has been about a little over half an hour now. Um, okay. one of your like uh, for Charlie and for uh, Liliana, one of your baits got nibbled off the hook without anything catching it, and then you caught a magic So everybody has one bait left. And it's taken about 10 minutes each time for a Pokemon to bite. So you have enough time, just barely, to go fishing again if you so choose.
2: Yeah, going to go for
3: it. Yeah, uh, Char- Charlie is too.
1: I suppose um, uh, Sneeze will as well. We'll keep fishing.
3: Sounds yeah.
0: good. Roll a d20, everybody.
1: Oh, yeah. Nineteen! Man, I'm killing it on these rolls.
2: I got a five.
0: (laughs) What'd you you get, Paul?
3: I got a nine.
0: Okay, once again, uh, Professor Sneeze seems to have picked the the right side of the boat because (laughs) his reel starts shaking once again. D20 and a D100. D20 and a D100? Yes. Eight on
1: the D20. Okay. And 65 on the D100.
0: You pull up another Magikarp.
1: Um, Does it look any sillier than...
0: Maybe a little bit, but it's not as silly as the one uh, that Charlie dragged up, let alone the one that uh, Lily grabbed.
1: Okay. It's sillier than the one I caught, though?
0: It looks ever so slightly sillier than the one you caught.
1: All right. Well, then I'm going to uh, say, "Melody, try again. Sing.
0: She gives you a look and then just points at her throat. Oh. Sing is a scene move.:
1: Well, I thought that was oh. a different scene.:
0: No, you're on the <laughs> boat.
1: Fine. OK. Well, never mind. I'm going to throw a pokeball at it. Okay. Oh, six. That All six hit it. Barely it, right?
0: manages to catch it. Yes.
1: Okay.
0: Or to at least hit it. Yeah. Roll. Right.
1: Fifty-seven.
0: Shakes once, twice, and ding! That is a level eight female Magikarp. Okay. There I is got a tendency. <laughs> there is a tendency that Michael from your professor, uh, needs from your Pokemon education earlier. There is a tendency for Magikarp to look steadily more sleek, the older they get. Mm. It's not a huge difference, but it's noticeable. So okay. the higher level, the older they become, the sleeker they are and the more coordinated they are with their movements. Got it. Alright, it is about 15 minutes until 1 o'clock. Let's and it took back. you about 15 minutes to get to it there. Okay. Alright. right. Yep. Gotta start rowing back? Yes. All right, a- athletics check from Charlie and Liliana again.
2: I got eight.
0: All right, and you I act- got eight. Yeah, six and an eight. So you actually get back with time to spare. how much time? About three minutes. So not terribly much, but I say like, we couldn't do any like dock fishing in the last few minutes there. If you want to throw a line in, you can. Um, You're out of bait, so it would basically be hoping something would would grab the line. That's completely available for you.
3: You know, I think Charlie's foolhardy enough that he'll give it a shot.
0: All right, roll a d20 for me. All
3: right.
0: Uh, That's a six. (laughs) Your line does catch on something. (laughs) Okay. You reel it up? Okay, reel it up. Roll me, actually, roll me at D d20 again and a d100. Uh,
3: three is the d20 and the d100. Uh, 81. You have a boot, yes, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you grabbed a
0: boot out of the water nearby. That's you true. notice, you notice one of the air representatives like give the boot a really dirty look and just like mutter something about. Not dumb tourists throwing things into the water as they walk away, and just like seems genuinely upset.
3: Yeah. (laughs) So so yeah so here's what Charlie does. So he like he feels that he got snagged on something, so he reels vigorously to pull it in, and then he sees that it's a boot and is very disappointed. And as that uh, that old gentleman is saying that, he throws the boot back in the water. (laughs) All right.
0: (laughs) So the the gentleman gives you a bit of a look, but doesn't say anything. All right, so shortly afterwards, another gong sounds, and uh, a representative comes up to you and leads you over to where the judges are. What I'm going to do here is um, your silliness, the silliness of your Magikarp is based partially on, like I mentioned, like how you caught it, but you can also roll a social skill. So charm, guile, or if you can convince me, intimidation to convince the judges that your Magikarp is silly. I will give a bonus if you have a good um, role-playing version, if you can if you can give me a good spiel on why your Magikarp is the silliest Magikarp. And so then you roll that social mm. skill, and that will decide your final score.
3: Right. <sighs> okay, uh, Charlie is going to uh, roll a Guile then. What is he saying to the judges? A two and a one. He's like, uh, yeah, I mean, look, look at this Magikarp. I mean, can't you tell how, I mean, this is such a goofy Magikarp. Uh, it's, have you seen, ever seen one flop like that before?
0: The, uh, tra- the, uh, judges just nod
3: and, <laughs> and smile. Let's I, I mean, I mean, seriously, I mean, look, look at how, how it's doing. I mean, it's, I've never seen anything like it.
0: And they say, indeed. All right, well, we'll, we'll take a look. Next contestant for it, please. <laughs> but it's goofy. <laughs> and Char-
3: had Charlie hangs his head
0: Okay, so I'm guessing Lillian is next then. Yeah,
2: okay. So I rolled an 18 with Guile.
0: Okay. Wow
2: oh man so lillian saunters up there and shows off her magic carp and goes look at this thing this thing is so ridiculous and i tried catching it just kept flopping around on the boat it looks so stupid come on like you've got to be kidding me look at the way that it's just sitting here on the ground just flopping around with his like tongue sticking out you've got to be kidding me
0: (laughs) do seem relatively impressed um you notice one like they've been very sober this whole time, even though they're judging a silly contest, but you notice one of them put their hand up to stifle something. <laughs> they're like, Well, okay. Very good. Next in for this one then.
1: I'm gonna bring up the uh, the second magic carp that I caught. Enter that one okay. into the contest. Uh, and I'm gonna roll charm, and my role play is going to depend a little bit on my result. Sounds good. So seven, okay seven on the charm so uh i i take the the magic carp out and i hold it uh in front of me uh and i'm saying look how silly this magic carp is and as it flopped i let its tail hit me in the face a couple times <laughs> oh it's so silly look it's slapping out oh, i can't control it help me! look it's silly Look! Ah!
0: <laughs> all right they they nod along to your antics <laughs> I'm a crazy With it,
2: old man. Lillian gives him a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thanks, Lillian. Okay, very <laughs> cool. Very nice, very nice. And they say, next contestants, all right. And so you kind of see, you guys were among the middle of the group to come back. So you see a couple more people come in. Um, there's some silly ones, some not-so-silly ones. Uh, none of them seem to be quite matching up to... Lillian's performance of hers. So going through that and finally they call a halt to it and they say, all right, we have made our decisions in third place. We have Paul with his, uh, with his goofy magic harp. This is a completely different Paul. All
3: right. <laughs> I was excited for a moment.
0: I'm very sorry. <laughs> I I blanked on name. So is Paul.
1: <laughs> oh, that's sad. That's really Paul sad.
0: with his very goofy Magikarp. There. Very nice. For uh, second place, we have Jason with his goofy Magikarp. There and in first place we have Lillian, with the silliest magic arc we've seen in quite a while. You
2: got that right.
0: That guile score was ridiculous. Let me tell you. <laughs>
3: that was really good. Mm-hmm. Char- Charlie is is a uh, is a bit disappointed, but he nevertheless he says, uh, "Good job, Lillian. Uh, c- can I can I use your old rod at some point?"
0: Uh, the judges actually take the old rods back and give. Uh, lillian her present of a good rod
3: that's right she did get a good rod
0: and so you get a good rod and a dive ball mm. as your prizes and you get the magic carp like well I'm congratulations to everyone.
2: <laughs> i finally got the magic
0: <laughs> congratulations to everyone and we hope to see you all next year
3: you fi- finally got a magic carp after all this uh lo- long uh stretch of role play role play <laughs> oh
2: my gosh i am so ah. happy you guys do we think get- <laughs> it's gonna be like the most beautiful thing that you are ever gonna see i promise you
3: uh now, Nick, you may have said this already but do we if we did not use the netball do we have to return it or is that part they of allow my- you to keep it and any
0: bait that you had left
3: that you had left if you had any Cool, but yeah, nothing was left. Awesome. Yep, so you get to keep the netball if you didn't use it. Great. That's
0: cool. All right. Well, it looks like we have been going for about an hour here. And with the first ending of the Silly Start Fearsome Finish fishing competition, this seems like a good place for the end of the episode. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. Uh, you can find us online at tapestryradio.org/pokemon-rollout, on Twitter at pokerollpodcast, and on Facebook at
3: facebook.com/pokerollout. Once again, I'm Nick. Uh, I'm Paul. Uh, you can find me at uh, on Twitter at Pro, uh, profsnag. P-R-O-F-S-N-A-G.
1: I'm Michael. You can find me on Twitter at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L.
2: And I'm Lydia, and I currently don't have a social network, so I'm (laughs) sorry.
0: I I am a slight Luddite, so I do not have one either. (laughs) All right. Well, if you like what what we do here every other week at Pokemon Rollout, please tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch ya later. Next time on Pokemon Rollout. Our trainers will run into a member of the Corps, the fearless Pokemon transfer mailman of the Chandy region. This poor corman is inexperienced. He lost a Pokeball and needs a good group of trainers to find it for him. Unfortunately, the team is even less experienced than he is. Will they venture into the woods to help? They're still in the calm lands of the D, but all the new young Pokemon running around had to come from somewhere.
1: Okay, so
2: where
0: we lose Michael? (laughs) Yeah, we're pretending that didn't happen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Obscurantism and obfuscation.